Hey everybody, you're listening to Sew This One Time with your host, Steph Wilson. Welcome to episode two of So This One Time. I am calling this episode Fire. Unless I could think of anything more original. (laughs) I just don't know what else to call it. But I will say that this episode might have you question my sanity. So I feel like I'm being pretty brave telling you that I like to run into burning buildings so quickly into my new podcast. But that's exactly what this story is about. Let's go back in time to 1993 when I was 13 years old. I lived in an apartment complex with my mother and two sisters. I shared a room with my one sister. uh, And I loved to take naps. Not because I was lazy, but because I was one of those overachiever children who figure skated, did sports, and then I would babysit to pay for my figure skating. And then I'm in school and... I was constantly on the go, and so any chance I could get to take a nap, I definitely took advantage of that, and trust me when I tell you, I would be so tired sometimes that it was like going into a comatose state of just, I don't know, coma. I was in a coma every time I took a nap, and that's kind of important to this story because I just want you all to know how deeply asleep I was this particular afternoon. So my mother was frying artichokes. Now, let's just side note this story and and go on a little tangent about artichokes. I've never liked artichokes growing up. I don't think most kids do. It's kind of like Brussels sprouts. You don't appreciate their value until you reach adulthood. And then you wonder why you were so crazy hating them your whole life and had such a dramatic fit at the table anytime they were served because they're delicious. But I digress. And then I'll need to digress again. But back to artichokes, who fries them? I mean, I love my mother, but I mean, I have had some amazing artichokes in my life. I don't know if any of you all have heard of Hillstone. They're in Florida. They're where I'm at in New York City. But they know how to grill some serious artichokes. And then they have this dip that you just peel it up and dip it in this like remoulade sauce of sorts. It's just absolutely crack on a plate I've never and I've made them myself I've never just fried artichokes in a frying pan so I really don't know what my mother was trying to do that day and and trust me if there is a great way to fry artichokes I'd love to know how but nonetheless she was frying artichokes in our kitchen now our kitchen kind of was in the middle of the apartment and there was a hallway to the side of the kitchen that would go back to me and my sister's bedrooms. Um, so other than trying to get through the kitchen, there was no way out of our apartment except through windows. So this afternoon, she is on the phone talking to one of her girlfriends frying artichokes. 
I lay down to take a nap. And at first I'm a little annoyed because my mother's Italian. So there's no normal level of speaking when she talks. She just shouts. And anytime she moves around, especially in the kitchen, she loves to slam things. And I knew she knew that I was in there trying to lay down. But she just was in the kitchen making a ruckus. So I was a little annoyed at first. But being as tired as I was, it was seconds before I was just out like a light, dead asleep. Next thing you know, the smoke alarm's going off. She's screaming, get out of the house, get out of the house. I wake up, I'm groggy as hell, and the room is full of smoke. I realize very quickly that I can't get out of the bedroom. They're flames. So I open my window, pop the screen. Lucky for us, we lived on the first floor apartment. My mom was able to get my sister and our dog out of the the front door. I pop the screen. I hop out of the bedroom window. And I run next door to the neighbors and I call 911. And I run back outside once they're on their way and it's... You know, it's one of those moments where I don't know if it's because my whole life I've always had this Mrs. Fix-It mentality, like, I'll save the day, sure, I'll help, I've got the solution, and I literally have been that way since birth, and even though I'm the youngest of, of three kids and it's always been us three and my mother my whole life, I've kinda always took the role as, like, the problem solver, but then again, We're in a crisis mode right now. The house, or the apartment for that matter, is on fire, and it's not a small fire. So I can't tell if if it was just the adrenaline of that moment or just me always being the one who comes to the rescue, but I hear my mother start to cry and say that we are going to lose everything. And at that moment, there was no thought. There was no rhyme or reason. And trust me, I've had the, the... the fire education in school, the stop, drop, and roll, you run out of the house. Never once was there any teaching about, hey, you should run in the fire. But that's what I did. And in the apartment or on the the building, between every two doors was a fire extinguisher. I've never used one, had no idea even how to get the thing to work. It probably weighed a fourth of me. I was tiny when I was 13. I was always like behind my weight. But I grabbed that thing and I run into the apartment. And I just thought I was super firefighter. I don't know how that thing started working. But all I know is next thing you know, it's shooting out this yellow powder everywhere I spray it. And I can't breathe between the chemicals of the powder and the smoke. And I'm in the kitchen and I'm aiming it here and I'm aiming it there and I'm aiming it everywhere. And the next thing you know, I can barely breathe. I think I might have put most of the fire out, but at that point, I knew I need to get out now. So I stumble out and as I'm doing that, the fire trucks are arriving, people are running in. I run out. My mom is screaming at me. I don't even know what she's screaming. All I remember is barely being able to breathe or speak. And I literally said, shut up. (laughs) That's 
all I had to say at that moment. Now, I understand why my mom would be upset with me or screaming because even though she was crying and saying, we are going to lose everything, which to poor people, that's a lot. I know that losing me would have been worse. And so she rightfully so had every reason to be pissed. But in that moment, I just didn't feel like being yelled at. So I get carted off into the ambulance and rush to the hospital because I can't breathe and they're worried I have monoxide poisoning, which I think I did. I remember them having to like take blood out of like my arteries and my wrist to do like blood oxygen testing and all this crazy stuff and it was all high energy and let's get her to the hospital quick but the whole time I was in the ambulance I was actually really proud of myself I felt like a badass but I understand it probably wasn't the smart thing to do at the time so I get to the hospital and my mom had calmed down I think when she realized that I was going to live and there wasn't any you know, permanent damage or or whatnot. I mean, I charred my lungs up pretty well, but other than that, I, I was going to be just fine. She kind of was more just grateful that I'm okay. But it was still like I was waiting for this lecture, right? So I'm in the hospital room and I'm just waiting. Like, when is she going to start telling me how stupid I was, how this was not appropriate? But oh no, she definitely had a plan up her sleeve because a couple hours later, all of a sudden, these four firemen walk into my hospital room. And there's this almost smirk on my mother's face because first of all, every one of them were gorgeous. And at 13, while I was young and innocent, you know, you want to impress them. And here I am thinking, wow, they're going to high five me and tell me that I need to go to fireman school and I'm an adult and they're so impressed by my ability to put out a fire that, you know, I'm going to get recruited at the age of 13. Like here I thought they were going to bring me an award of bravery in some capacity. Oh no. All four of them sat down and politely and calmly started teaching me the right way to handle being in a fire and the dangers of running into a burning apartment. And I was absolutely mortified because I thought that I, in my mind, saved our family's belongings and I was the hero of the day. And instead they proceeded to inform my mother right in front of me that the fire extinguishers on the apartment building, I guess the building was going to get cited because they were expired and they had determined that this yellow chemical in the fire extinguishers actually caused explosions when mixed with grease fires which is what this was this was a grease fire and i laugh because i have fire trucks going by me right now as if they know i'm telling this story and they're racing down my street here in new york city but it was that moment that i went oh wow, I am 13 years old and I just literally sacrificed one of my nine lives because they kind of were curious as to how there wasn't an explosion based on how much yellow powder was in the grease pan. So 
Needless to say, I was reprimanded. I think my mom lived in a state of constant struggle for months afterwards, wanting to either slap me or shake me on any given day or hug me because she was grateful I was alive. And so a couple years later, um, when I was confirmed Catholic, uh, I grew up Catholic, but I didn't get confirmed at the age everybody else did because I kind of wasn't really into it. But my mom finally kind of convinced me. Um, She helped me choose my patron saint. And years later, she chose the patron saint of fire protection, um, St. Catherine of Siena. And so needless to say that my mother never got over my quote unquote act of bravery when I decided to run into a fire that I had just safely gotten out of. So if anybody is listening, mark my words, as crazy as it is, don't do it yourself. Do not try this at home. Anyways, enjoy your week. Thank you for tuning in and I will see you next week.